0: Let us play, Rich. Let us play. That's Guns N' Roses. This is probably my second favorite Guns N' Roses song ever. Oh, shit. Of all time. Let's get it, then. <laughs> Come on, baby.
1: <laughs> Tony's going bananas over here. Great.
0: Oh, come on, uh, baby. I like that drum part. Dude. That's the the best drum entrance right there. We're
1: going to have everybody fast forward to the whole first segment.
0: Oh, if I wasn't breathing hard, I would keep going. What was it, Kung Pao? Um,
1: Chow mein? Chow mein. Low mein? That's a flat noodle.
0: No, it's high main. It's round. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had um, the China Bistro right there in, in the marketplace. Yeah, China Bistro was my favorite. It's so good, dude, but I overdid it. I A lot of people will say
1: Panda me. Express, but I like trying to be sure, dude. That's my that's my go-to.
0: Panda is like what what like Wendy's is to
1: Yeah, I can see that. You know. I think it'd be pretty dinner. cool to go to Panda. That's what everybody says.
0: You got to be hip.
1: Yeah, you got to be super hip.
0: I'm so fucking full right now, dude. <laughs> I'm like breathing heavy, dude. Oh my goodness.
1: Ugh. I'm going to need you to hold it in. Uh, For about an hour. If I hour. heavy, I'll
0: just move away from the mic. <sighs>
1: <laughs> All right, how you oh, doing?
0: Good, dude. I'm just full, I'm so fucking full. <laughs> Seriously. Tony's full. Full of low, high, high chow mein, high low, and orange chicken. I mean, we'll play craps. Two, two vegetable high items, low. teriyaki chicken. <laughs> And I think they fucked up with my order because I got to the bottom of the noodles and there was rice, a little bit.
1: Was it in a container?
0: Yeah, like a little, you know, like like you get. You said
1: little, and you just held out the size of a basketball. It was like a little.
0: Uh, (laughs) I had a three, three, three entree plate, whatever.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. So the plate. So underneath the chow mein, there was rice. A little bit. That's like when you get onion rings and there's a fry at the bottom. Tony just did a push up. Uh, He's pushing something up.
0: I think I'm having, fucking, I'm having labor pains right now, dude.
1: You could do it, buddy. Food I'll baby. be your coach. <laughs> 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 All right, welcome to Enough Said Sports Talk, episode eight. Ocho. The Ocho.
0: ESPN, the Ocho. <laughs> What's up, man?
1: What's up? It's uh, Thursday night, Bakersfield. Uh, I'm Rich Buskirk, and we're here with Tony Lopez.
0: Yeah, yeah. Leo. Valery. V. Ugh, I can't. Even- Leo man, I need you on here, bro. Get over here. Yeah, dude. Don't Get be on afraid. A podcast. All right? You sound fine. Okay. You that sound deep, hot. That deep berry white fucking voice. It is just, deep, huh? I'm just telling you. Like, yeah. It, it, it sounds amazing. Yeah, and, it's true. Plus, it's uh,
1: fun doing a, a whole podcast with a heart on. True. Yeah.
0: True. It's kind of hard to maneuver through the, you know, these little
1: That's how I take my setup. microphone off mute. <laughs> Boop. Boop. <laughs> All right, today, Leo. hurry up, Leo. <laughs> today we're going to be going over some uh, Fury versus Wilder fight, a uh, big boxing match, one of the biggest yeah. of the year for sure. We're going to be touching on the three most exciting players in sports based on Adam Rank's list.
0: Man, fuck Adam Rank, dude. <laughs> First
1: of all, touch on some basketball, John Carlos Stanton, the Tona 500, and then we'll finish up with uh, our week one of fantasy baseball prep, going through starting pitchers. You ready?
0: I'm ready. <laughs> Are you did you watch ready? the Daytona 500? You know what? I did maybe like 20 laps just after that uh, last, um, not last, but I think there was like 40 left in the race and they had that last. Uh, so you caught the end? Not the very end.
1: Oh, you caught close to the end and then you bounced before the end. And then I bounced
0: before the end.
1: Oh, man. Yeah.
0: Dang. I missed out.
1: Yeah. That was crazy. That was one of the most televised Daytona 500s in a long time. Was it? Yeah, I guess so.
0: Trump probably has something to do with that.
1: Of course <laughs> You did You said start your engines
0: Yep
1: Yeah that was pretty crazy But for me The It was The part that hit was Ryan Newman crashing Yeah And then go to the hospital And then they take that picture of him Walking out Holding his daughter's yeah, hand, yes, And I'm I like Oh that, my dude. god You know As a fan When that happens I, My first thoughts are Oh it's awesome Car wreck at the end And you What a finish is amazing race And then totally lose sight Of the fact That's a dad Yeah That
0: or just in general a person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Somebody that's you know they do that for a living obviously and they make a lot of money doing it, but still, it's still a still person, you know, somebody that that you know, was close to death and doing something that they love. It's scary.
1: Yeah, I just like when you look at sometimes like you look at a football player, a single guy, you know, and he looks like a meathead and he's out there just wrecking himself. I you know, I don't I don't have that same sympathy or empathy level right. I do when I realize that's a husband and a father out there. Cause watching that, you your kids, those girls had to have seen that. Yeah. I can't imagine what they thought when they see their dad flying in a fireball. It's crazy.
0: What was scary? What was like, kind of scary? Cause I I seen that on um, highlights. Yeah. I didn't see it in in real time, but um, when they put the the sh- the little shield things in front of them when they were taking them out of the car, yeah, uh, stretcher. That was like holy shit! Dude, I was like, I didn't realize it was that like that intense. Yeah,
1: like, that's pretty nuts.
0: Your yeah, that's good.
1: Side to- this is a side topic, but it just popped up. I was just reading this earlier today. Did you see? Did you s- yeah. Did you see that they have five human remains that they've been trying to identify in the last two and a half years in Bakersfield? Wait, what? Yeah. Kern County sheriff's ha- now have five different oh. human yeah. remains that they found that they can't. They have yet to identify.
0: That's part of the Bakersfield
1: Three or whatever, huh? Two of them were. Or are, or well, well, no, one of them might be, they thought it was tied to, to Bailey Death spot, but it it wasn't. They concluded that it wasn't, but they still haven't figured out where that foot <laughs> came from.
0: The one that, they found that at Buena Vista, huh?
1: Yeah, they they identified the arm of Michael Hol- Holsenbake out of Kern River. Mm-hmm. They took care of that one, boom, done. There's five other ones. Oh, shit. Yeah, and I'm like, who's chopping bodies up? <laughs> Dude, the one out of Taft, I don't know if you saw that. Have you seen the one, that the the, the car and the body they found in Taft? No. it's not even a body, it's bones. There's some kid, Zach something, I can't remember his name, but lived in Lompoc or Lompoc or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. and left on May 24th, 2017 for Vegas. Never made it. Then over a year and a half later, they find his car on a road, which is... It wasn't like it was buried for a year and a half. It just appeared. A wrecked vehicle. Shit. It wasn't a fresh accident, they said, and no body in it. And they found... That was his car. They found his car. And then... A few months ago they found two bones somebody came across two bones Same area them, yeah well near where the car kind of near where the car was they not close like it looked like a body flew out of the car but just in the same area off of a uh, Taft highway in soda Lake
0: no shit it's over
1: there they identified that one of the bones was human and one of them was non-human no idea who it is they they can't they couldn't identify that it was his bone
0: what the hell
1: I'm like what the hell's going on around here
0: this crazy. The fact that the fact that I'm sitting across to you and you looked out your left towards the window and I can't see anything. Yeah. And then you bring this story up is <laughs> making me feel really, really good right now. There's bones out there, Shut dude. The fuck
1: up. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's just blowing my mind. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Pretty crazy. Something's going on. We're gonna find out that something happened in this time. Something crazy. Something probably it's gonna be like national news. Boom, right out of this town. That's what I think.
0: Uh, yeah, the Bakersfield
1: three situation. These dead bodies, the parts in rivers and lakes, bodies missing in in outlying areas.
0: Yeah, know Like, have that, you seen that, all the, the people McFarlane that's gone mayor. missing? Yeah, before mayor, mayor? He was what happened with river?
1: that? Right. There's every day I go on Facebook. There's girls from here that I keep missing, young girls, like teenage girls.
0: Yeah, I did see that one. I
1: saw the story about the the dad that posted it. that she left him a note, mm-hmm. it was her and a cousin and somebody else and. They they vanished and then I just I heard two of them were found but one of them still out I don't even know, but it just keeps happening like something's going down. That's crazy. And so anyways NASCAR. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's crazy man. Oh dude, check this out. So then a, a person that I work with, she comes into work yesterday and she's on the phone reporting something to the police. She thought the phone she lets me know she has a picture of it. Somebody took a picture of what looks to be a dead body. It's a <gasps> body in an alley. It's a motionless, just a body laying with his eyes closed. It looks like a dead body that somebody took a picture of and then printed it out on just regular paper and it's in and then posted it, uh, hung it on trees all down this little park that they live by. And each townhome has the same little alleyway. So you could tell the body was in one of those alleyways, what but, the fuck? but it, um, but you can't identify which one. And then the weird thing is next to the body, there's like a big old stain on the wall right to the side of it. And none of those alleyways have a big stain on the wall. So she's thinking, like, is this an old picture of a dead body that they just, like, they were never caught? And they were like, you guys are stupid. Here's a picture of somebody missing. Or is it a, a gang thing where they're like, hey, this dude's dead now? I want everybody to know about it. Or is it just a kid playing a prank? He just looks like he's dead. He's supposed to picture himself everywhere.
0: What the fuck?
1: Anyway, there's shit going down.
0: Can we get to sports? Woo! <laughs> fucking we're over here alone in fucking my mind, beacon studio my mind got
1: blown with all this I had to bring it up
0: <laughs> no but i'm glad uh ryan newman's a good though uh that like, like he's you okay said, that picture yeah that was nuts dude
1: you know the only race i watched start to finish was the time i don't know if you're a part of this one but the time i had a uh, our draft order based on the nascar race i think i was i, I watched I was. that race start to finish and i actually had a good time i've never watched nascar outside of that but it's fun. Something's on it, and I was in. Yeah. I, was no, well,
0: I And I've only been to one NASCAR race. I've gone to the- Me the, too. The, the oh, I've been, the to K, I've been to two. I've been to i I've been to that KCRD over here, or Kern County. The new track out yeah. there off of the 119.
1: Um, Something said like the nude track. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, where's that? Any that directions? Fun. That yeah. one's
0: fun. That one's fun. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I've been to a couple of races out there, um, but the one that I did go to was in um, Irwin. No. The one down close to Pasadena, off of the ten, mm. I believe, or two ten, whatever. Um, we went, uh, we went to that one, and that was when Earnhardt was sponsored by um, Mountain Dew. It's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was fun. Mountain Dew, dude. not Earnhardt. Yeah, <laughs> but it was fun, dude. It, you know, and and the tailgating, everybody you yeah. know, going around. That's all uh, obviously fun. Um, but just like seen the race and how fast those fucking cars yes how loud yes dude it was incredible i never i've never once before that thought that it was that loud and they were that fast right you hear 160 170 miles an hour and you're like okay you know i I occasionally get up to one yeah i do
1: go karts too you know yeah
0: (laughs) but i was just like holy shit these guys are fucking and they're bumper to bumper
1: I know. And that's the crazy thing is how close they are. And,
0: dude, it's somebody gets insane. half that
1: close to me on the road going sixty, and I'm like,
0: "Watch out, motherfucker!" You get a nervous and shit.
1: They're going hundred and sixty.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, it was fun though. It was really fun. Fucking had a blast. Um, went with a couple of, uh, or a few people that I worked with um, back in the day. But um, it's cool, dude. And that's yeah. fun. My we, favorites are the night ones, like Vegas, I, Arizona. Yep. Um, we did.
1: My my wife's father-in-law is huge in NASCAR, so we went with them to Vegas at, for a night race, which was badass, and then we went to Daytona and watched, not the Daytona 500, that's the one beginning of the year, Pepsi. the second one. Pepsi 400? Or probably. Pepsi 500, I think it is. Yeah, I guess so. <clears throat> but it was in Daytona. We flew down there and, and watched that one, and that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, pretty cool. That's tight. Yeah, I guess that was like the Yankee Stadium of NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> Daytona,
0: know. yeah. Did you have, did you go... Um, were you in the middle Were you guys, did you guys have like a trailer in the middle parking or no, you guys in stands?
1: Yeah, we were in stands. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty neat. It was just, we had the headphones on listening to everybody talking. It was cool, man. It was like a yeah. lot of fun. <laughs> it was, that's part of racing. I didn't even know until I went there. I didn't even know that was how it right.
0: went. Right. It had, did, did, have you ever put those uh, scramblers on where you can hit, hear the pit crew? Yeah, talking? that's what I'm saying.
1: That's yeah. You put hilarious. them on, you can hear them talking to the drivers. Oh, okay. yeah, Yeah. It was really cool. And I was like, dude, I didn't know we can get inside their heads. It's tight, huh? So, anyways, baseball needs that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. It's all over it. I bet. I bet the Kentucky Derby's like that. Everybody talks about how great that race is. I bet that. I bet you do the same thing. You go there and you're like, oh shit, yeah. the horses are really fast, and this place is really cool, and everybody's getting hammered. Yeah.
0: And um, that place is pretty big too. I'm yeah. sure the fucking track.
1: Yeah, because everyone's everyone's in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be. That's where all the partying's done. This,
0: what is it like? Well, because. I think, um Talladega is like two and a half miles, okay, one lap something like that, or something like that it's one of the, obviously one of the biggest um I wonder what the horse one is, Kentucky Derby, probably about like, it's probably one like and a half, six
1: seven hundred meters, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I want to do that one day, though. I th- that is one of the things I want to get.
0: They have a place in Vegas. Uh, no, I want
1: to do Kentucky Derby. Oh. Like, I want to do that.
0: Oh, just go and experience it? Yeah. Just you got to get all bougie, though.
1: Whatever. I'll do it once.
0: Wear a big-ass hat.
1: Oh, no. That's I, I the girls, yeah. <laughs> they got to do all that shit. I have to just dress them nice and then try a mint julep and probably throw it up. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds disgusting.
0: Uh. Do you ever bet over here at the at fire firehouse? Having no horse betting. No horse racing. That's fucking awesome. I've never That's got fun. into horse racing. It's pretty fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. It seems like it'd be a good time. <clears throat>
0: I mean, it's when we're in Vegas. Such a fucking the guys that are shoot. betting on
1: horses are always going fucking bananas. Yes. In there. Yeah. Oh,
0: what's crazy, dude, is here. Like, there's people sitting in there with like a magazine, studying what these fucking horses have done for the past week or uh, like months. And I don't have attention span for that. Mm-hmm. Like, I just sit here. I go up there. I'm like. All right, if I hit this long shot right here, if I can, yeah. <clears throat> I'll make you know, XML. you bet off the odds. I do, I do.
1: Who's that horse? That horse is 12 to 1. That's who that horse is.
0: Yeah, I'll, <clears throat> I'll do like one, one, uh, what I forgot what they call one. I'll box one set and it'll be like a 20 to 1, 25 to 1, 31. I'll box that one, and I, that one win me the most, obviously. Yeah. But then <clears throat> they all finish like fucking last, the second <laughs> to last, and shit. One of the like, I, I think I only won one, one bet, and I won like fifteen bucks or something like that. But they all hit. So if you box, if you box three or four or whatever, and they hit, it doesn't matter what order they are in, as long as they're in. And since you boxed it, it's kind of like a parlay. Yeah. You know what I mean, as long as all of them hit. Doesn't matter what order, right? Then you win, you know? I was like, fuck, I bet. I bet it was like a dollar or some shit. I'm yeah,
1: like, that's, oh, that's yeah. what happens to me with the parlays. I go to Vegas and I'm like, oh, dude, I'm gonna do a parlay. And then I do like a fucking 15 team parlay. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I bet five bucks to win 60 grand. Yeah. <laughs> and then like two games in, you're like, oh, my over of 98 didn't hit. Dude, I almost <laughs> won a parlay. I just almost won in Vegas on draft day. Oh, no shit? Yeah, I had one of those giant parlays. Everything on my parlay hit except the Giants Cowboys week one. I had the Giants plus seven or something like that. And Dallas ended up winning. The Giants were driving down to score. If they would have scored some points right there, I would have won that game. Mm-hmm. And they, they threw it. I can't remember what happened. He threw Interception or something. But they didn't. I'm not sure they didn't score. And I was like, no.
0: <laughs> yeah. I did one. It was, I don't know, like three weeks left in the season. Uh, regular season. And um, I did a 10, 9. nine it was a. A nine-team parlay. The only game that didn't hit was Seattle versus... Um, Fuck, who was it? forgot who it was. I would have won
1: $19,000. So it's Russell Wilson's fault.
0: It, it was Seattle's fault, definitely. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember whose it was. But yeah, I would have won $19,000, dude. Off of yeah. fucking a $12 and... No, I take it back. Off of a $20 parlay. Jeez. For all for for all those 19s, dude. Yeah,
1: those are heartbreakers.
0: Piece of shit. <laughs> I was so mad. But
1: that's gambling. It is. That's it what's is. so addicting. It is.
0: But and that's why I like parlays because you're not you're not risking a lot. Big I mean, money. you can you yeah, can yeah. and it'll turn out great if you win. Yeah, obviously. I've seen those stories. Yeah. Um, but like I bet my
1: last hundred dollars. <laughs> I won forty grand. What
0: <laughs> the fuck? Fu-? Um, like I bet
1: five to win fifty and I lost.
0: Yeah. I usually do, like, I usually do, like, um, like a five-team, four-team. Yeah, that's the, right, um, that's the right area. Or props, you know what I mean, for Super Bowl is what I, I did, a, a few of them. But I won't go more than, like, 50 bucks on one. Right. You know what I mean? Um, I, but, fuck, if you do something. Have you ever tried pretty, to hedge your
1: parlays? No. I've done that so many times. Did you? I like, I'll do a put a parlay in for, like, 15 bucks, and then... I go and then I'm thinking about it and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go back and put a $10 parlay and then flip a couple of these around so that way if they win, I win this one and then they all lose.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like you try to think like I, I I I'm gonna have a winner regardless. Right? Yeah, I gotta get make sure
1: I get something out of this <laughs> yeah. and then the Chargers put up a zero and you're like, how is that possible? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Philip Rivers. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So. Oh. You watch boxing more or MMA more? Boxing. Do you? Has it always been that way?
0: Yeah. For the well, I had a stretch that I was in the UFC mm-hmm. when it was when it was when um, Randy Couture. Right.
1: Or, it was when the classics were there. Yeah. yeah were there? Totally understand. Um,
0: and I was, re- you know, not like big time. I wasn't studying. I didn't fucking take fighting lessons or anything like that, but I was, like, in it. You know what I mean? and, and I No, I totally get it. Dude, I was,
1: like, 100% engaged at that time. Yeah. I knew all the fighters that were players at the time, where they were at, who they should be
0: fighting. Yeah. yeah. But, see, I was like that with boxing. Mm. So, boxing has always been, like, how can I say it? Not – Maybe, like, more of a gladiator sport because it's the same – it's two people with the same, like, ability, I guess. They're both boxers. One of them is not specializing in fucking jiu-jitsu, and another one specializing right. in Muay Thai. You know what I mean? Two yeah. different styles. So that that's fun. But mano a mano, I want to see who the best fucking fighter is in terms of, you know, what, what they're doing in, in boxing. You know what I mean? I don't want to see fucking somebody get creative with, you know, how to get an armbar. You know on somebody who's a boxer you know what i mean like that doesn't yeah. interest me as much as seeing two dudes just fucking may the best man win you know what i mean and i've always i've always been into that uh, that that kind of you know fighting or, or gladiator sport um i got into it with my dad he was like a big um uh julio cesar chavez fighter or uh, um fan and started watching his fights and getting into it, and then his son started fighting, and then seeing uh, uh, Juan Mar- Juan Marquez uh, fight and stuff, and and all that, and then with Mayweather coming out, I, I always wanted to see him lose, even though he fucking never really did. It it was something that I was I was really really into, and then even when like De La Hoya was was coming out and fucking being yeah, started beating everybody, and um, still think he beat Mayweather, even though people, you know, don't. Agree or he may not agree, but I think, you know, he, he, he beat him, uh, in that fight that they had, but you know, who else teased their own, I guess. But yeah, I've always, I've always been more interested in, in boxing.
1: See, I've never been, I've tried, well, I don't say never been, I was during the Tyson years. Oh yeah. Big into it. And then I think I really soured when Tyson soured you know, when he's doing the biting the ears and stuff. And I was really confused. So I'm like, why is he in. doing that? Yeah. I didn't understand I mean, he was my favorite boxer at the time. So then your favorite guy turns into a giant pussy and
0: you're
1: yeah. kind of left with nowhere to go, yep. you know? Yep. And I couldn't stand Lennox Lewis. I couldn't stand Evander Holyfield. I didn't like watching them box or fight. I just, so I kind of just, you know, vanished. And then after that, it seemed like all the big names disappeared. And I was, I was a casual fan. So casual fans, I think typically depend on heavyweight fights, right? You know, you're looking for the big dogs, the big guys out there. So when you don't have that, especially boxing lacked that for years, yeah. like the the big ones, you know. Till so Klitschko's came along and do it. I know, they did. and they dominated yeah. and everything. <laughs> but they lacked that, so that's when I I really vacated. But I started to appreciate it more very recently. Yeah. So I was trying to get more more into it and semi pay attention, but still like. Fury and Wilder fighting. I didn't watch the first one. I don't know either of them. Yeah. All I see is the constant hype. You know, just this big fight. They're talking on the radio. Talking about the, they're showing the the clips of the other matches, and I'm like, dude, this seems yeah. legit. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I didn't watch much of the the last fight. I did watch um, towards the end. I think it was maybe like rounds eight through twelve. Um, I did see the knockout that uh, of Tyson Fury knocked down. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Fury just looks like. I, I don't want to say he's not good, but I I just think he's big, yeah, and so that plays a big part in why like he's up there. You so he's like mean? the
1: Tim Sylvia of boxing. Yeah, yeah. That like guy I was to, never great, but he's just big exactly. and
0: exactly. I kind of get that sense of you know what I mean. <laughs> like he's just and then now, like I still love boxing more than UFC, but I hate the theatrics of it. I hate yeah. like it's starting to turn into. A little bit of WWE. They like. both do it. Yeah, UFC a little more though. But but yeah. I think UFC, UFC needs it. Like that's
1: been the thing that's always pissed me off about the UFC is that I'll spend two weeks or three weeks before the fight getting all into the drama. Yeah. And then the fight ends and they're hugging each other and high five and holding their hands up and I'm like, what? You were yeah. just talking about his mom.
0: Right. Right. So I think that's, I think that's all. And I think every fighter in the UFC understands that and at the end of the day you're gonna have respect for the fighter the fight that the, the dude that you fight against right? yeah. you know what I mean cause you're both battling it out you're both you know wanna rip each other's fucking head off or,
1: but I always felt like Chuck and Tito had a real beef they did they still know? do and that they was that's why you got excited for it yeah but then everybody else tried to like play like they had it too and then they never did you know right, and you're like right. I mean maybe Conor McGregor that guy's psychopath he's so. fucking
0: nuts dude I think he got humbled with that um what's his name uh the guy he lost to uh khabib yeah khabib i think he got humbled a little bit because everything started spiraling out of control yeah he was at risk of getting suspended like he got in that bar fight he hit that old man like it was it was just everything started going nuts and then he started realizing like fuck my fucking you know my shit's going nuts i have to have to straighten up a little bit and after that last fight You've seen how you know he tried to be a little bit more humble, a little bit more professional, uh, you know. Yeah. At, at the end, before he was still talking smack and right. Um, but uh, I think boxing now is realizing that they're at a like a disadvantage in terms of the followers, so they need something to like bring that back up, bring boxing back up. Yeah, yeah they still, do. They're gonna have obviously in the in the heavyweights they got Fury and and Wilder, and then they got Andy Ruiz. Um, You got a couple other fighters, heavyweights, but other than that, like, other than like where Canelo is, what other fighters do you know? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's kind of struggling to get that big name. Yeah. Um, you got Lomachenko, uh, he's, he's a good fighter, but in that weight class, he's like the only one and he's dominating that weight class. So it's like,
1: see, they needed like a Mayweather, but they needed a Mayweather who was more like a Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. Not a Mayweather who is more like a Machida, you know? Yeah.
0: Or a Mayweather that's more of a track star. Yeah, he's just... Yeah, his fights aren't exciting. He's, And he doesn't seem he like he wants he, to
1: fight anybody at their peak. He's trying right. to catch everybody at the right time for him, you know? Mm-hmm. Which I understand. Boxing wants to have an undefeated fighter. That's, that's, what, gets you, that's what gets the ratings up. Everybody wants to watch and, and support that guy, or they watch they hoping he'll lose. lose. They right. want to see that first loss. So it makes sense, but at the same time, dude, I... I at the the very notion of Mayweather Pacquiao I was like oh shit I'm going to watch a boxing match yeah that's going to happen and that, that dragged on for like 2 years and I was so uninterested at that point
0: yeah yeah
1: and then I didn't watch it you know so I'm I'm hoping that something will catch my interest again is where I can get into it cuz sometimes I'll find watch myself like the Saturday I'll it's going to be a good one I watch my I catch myself watching like a boxing match on TNT or some shit where I'll go through the channels and it'll be in the middle of something and I'm like all right let's see what happens you yeah. know but
0: so who do you think is going to win that fight, Fury. Wilder? You think so? Yeah, he went the distance, and it was a split decision. Yeah. So
1: he just looks like the better fighter.
0: He does, but fuck, I mean, it, you, you go one fight. I feel that Fury has a little bit more confidence, so he knows like he's like I can go, you know, like I can go the distance with him. Yeah. And I don't know if he has the knockout power. Maybe if he catches Fury or uh, Wilder in like. A tired state, and he just fucking hits him with a. Well, yeah, you always have that opportunity. There's that fighter's chance there, you know, or puncher's chance, but I don't know. I just, I just think, uh, I do agree. I, I think Wilder's going to win, but I think Wilder's going to try to knock his ass out like early. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think he's going to waste a lot—not waste, but he's going to spend a lot of energy early, you know, in the first first quarter of the rounds, and just try to knock his head off. And if Fury can fucking Hang on, like he did last fight. I think I think he's got a good chance of winning if he doesn't get knocked down. If he gets knocked down, it's gonna be hard for him to rebound, rebound, and honestly knock out Wilder. Because after if if Fury gets knocked down, Wilder's gonna be fucking head hunting. You know, he's gonna be that shark looking for blood, bro. Yeah, on that blood, like. So, ultimately, though, I think that uh, I think Wilder's gonna gonna win. So
1: I do too. I think we'll see that again.
0: It's kind of exciting, though. I want to see that fight. I'll be at the Condor game, though.
1: Are you? Saturday?
0: Friday. Tomorrow night. Oh, tomorrow night. I'm thinking, oh, shit, I'm a day ahead. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs)
1: All right, so let's slide into the next one. So, uh, did you see Reggie Jackson got his uh, contract bought out and went to the Clippers?
0: that guy from um, OKC? Uh,
1: Timberwolves. Yeah,
0: Timberwolves. Timberwolves. Yeah. Or was it Timberwolves? I don't know. But I know what you're talking about. I think it was the Pistons. Oh, it is the Pistons. That's right. Yeah. That's
1: right. Yeah, he got bought out. But that's like the third player that's done that now this season. Gotten their contract bought He's out to left. Him? Yeah.
0: <gasps> he said, buy me out because I yes. don't want to play for you anymore. He
1: wants to yeah, he wanted to go to a playoff team. Oh God. You know, they dictate where they want to go.
0: That's what I hate about the NBA.
1: That's and that's what I was getting at. You know, like this season, during the offseason, I started to feel a little more positive about the NBA because Kevin Durant left. He wanted to go do his yeah. own thing. Um, Kawhi went to the Kawhi Clippers. Kawhi had opportunity to go to the Lakers. Lakers yeah. Right. And he went to the Clippers to do his own thing. And you started to see a little more separation. Even though Durant's out for the year, you, you know, you knew that there was going to be a little more of a balance right. among the league versus just the Cavs and the Warriors as it had been previous three years or whatever. So, that started to seem better.
0: Did you hear that one? Yeah,
1: that was loud. Uh <laughs> But then now in, in season, we're seeing the same shit where players are trying to buy their contracts, get their contracts bought out so they can go where they want to. I don't like it. The Clippers have already soaked up like free agents at the Dodgers. You know what I mean? Like they're, yeah. they're just, who's available? Come play with us. Who's available? Come play with us. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that the strategy doesn't even work because now you're going to take Reggie Jackson who left, I think he left OKC to be a main player, went to Detroit. Now he's going to go to the Clippers and they're not going to be starting him.
0: He's this gonna, is that culture we're in now though. Like that's the culture that players don't want to work hard for. And I'm not saying they don't work hard at their craft.
1: Right. I'm saying
0: they don't want to go through the struggles of losing. Of they want a they want a quick ticket. Yes. Yes. They don't they don't want to struggle. They don't want to have a team that's gonna go fucking ten and seventy two. You know what I mean? Like they want a team that's fucking instantly going to the playoffs. And I think a lot of that is from what LeBron has done going team to team to team because he said it himself. He wants to play for fucking championship teams with the exception of him going back to Cleveland and him saying he wanted to bring a championship to Cleveland. But he did say that to Dan Gilbert saying, Hey dude, give me players. You know, I want to win a championship for Cleveland. Right. You know what I mean? But I think that, that LeBron set that precedent of going to different teams. Le- LeBron's on a different level though. Cause he's the team,
1: right? Like wherever no he, where goes, he goes, yeah.
0: You know what I mean. So like people want to go play with him or Kawhi or, you know, fucking AD, whoever, whatever superstar that is that is out there. Um, people want to go play with them. I just think it's like that's why I respect the old style basketball the old teams where Barkley and Jordan never wanted to play each other they wanted to beat each other where Magic and Bird would never fucking think about playing with each other they wanted to fucking kill each other on the court
1: yeah you know what I mean I think that started with Kobe and Shaq I think that's when people started to look at it and go oh shit two megastars on the same team is pretty fucking unbeatable yeah you know and then they had they had uh, David Robinson and Tim Duncan, mm-hmm. which are not Kobe and Shaq, but, they but they're drafted, really good. They, they did. They drafted Tim. Well, the Spurs did it the right way, right? And ended up benefiting. Yeah. The Lakers went out and got Shaq to support that, and then found Kobe. You know, like that. Yeah. They didn't know they had Kobe, and they went to go get Shaq and threw it in. Well, like, they like perfect. They
0: traded for for Kobe.
1: Yeah, they traded for Kobe too. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think that that was the plan. They didn't know that they were going to get a Shaq Kobe combo. It just worked out that they were both going to be Hall of Famers. Right. So I think you teams saw that and then realized, man, we have to get something like that to do it. And then after that, that's when you started seeing the the Celtics, you know, that the, they the three, were. Yeah. They were three. Yeah, they were pretty loaded. The Lakers went and got Powers Hall. The yeah.
0: Pistons had, had Chauncey Billups, Rip Hamilton, yeah. uh, uh, Wallace.
1: Right. You know? So you started to see it more, but I think. And that's, that's where I think that idea started to flourish more. But ultimately, I think it's the NBA's fault. I think the Allowing NBA it. chose to allow it. But they also, what the NBA has done is they've put all the spotlight on the players. Not on the game, not on the teams, on the actual players themselves. And made the players bigger than the sport. So now you got the tail wagging the dog versus the dog wagging 100%. the tail.
0: And that's what I respected a lot more of David Stern. Because when he vetoed that trade of Chris Paul going to the Lakers, right? You know what I mean. And he did something about it. He did something about it. He wanted to make sure that you know each team, you know, had a, had a equal shot, you know, stuff like that. And you got it.
1: That was weird though, because he he didn't veto anything else except for that one, which I'm glad he vetoed it. But it's hard. For, it's weird. I think that he got a lot of, that.
0: I think he got a lot of pushback. From it's because the Players they owned the Pe- they
1: own the Pelicans at that time. Or the Hornets or whatever. The Hornets. They owned that team. It was an NBA's team because they didn't have an owner. Oh. So I think that's why he chose to veto that one because he had maybe a say. And he felt like if he vetoed it between two independent owners, he might be... Makes sense. I don't know. But I agree. Stern was much better.
0: (laughs) Stern was Stern. It was Um, Stern. Now, like you said, everything is about the players. Everything is about making them happy. If they're not happy, then fucking woe is me. Like It's just like, dude... Nobody wants to like go like Jimmy Butler, for instance he every team he's fucking gone he's bitched about him not having like a supporting cast or him just yeah. wanting to win mm-hmm. you know and now he's with miami right now and and he's playing well you know they're 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 up there and it's just nobody nobody wants to go and I guess start from the bottom and then you know create something big. They don't. You know what I mean. Everybody wants that easy, like you said, easy ticket. Easy and it's go, it's out, getting and, faster
1: and faster. So yeah. they're they want they're spending less time. They're getting they're having less patience. The
0: problem is, is that like social media. You're never going to stop players from interacting with each other in the off season or whatever. Right. They're always going to tamper. They're always going to say, "Hey, do come play." You know, blah blah blah. But I think that competitive edge is no longer there. Like it's it's more internal. Like the competitiveness is with themselves and I'm going to work my ass off so I can get paid, you know, instead of I'm going to work my ass off and try to win a championship and, you know, build something great here. Yeah. I mean, because two, three years down the road, they're gone. You know what I mean? If that, you know, so it's like, yeah, look at Anthony
1: Davis. Yeah. He was like, did my time here and I'm out.
0: Dude. That's why, that's why I kind of think that um, Giannis even though he said he's like, I'm gonna build, you know, Milwaukee. We're gonna we're gonna win championships here. I want to win championships and stuff like that. But like when he starts seeing that, it's gonna be harder. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. I I, I want to see how he's gonna be. Like I want to see if he decides to stay with Milwaukee.
1: Well, yeah, that's the thing. What's he gonna like? He could say that now, but what's he gonna do when it's his free agent year and he sees. The Lakers with an opportunity, or the Knicks starting yeah. to rebuild because they killed their owner, or something good, or <laughs> you know say, they're not Miami on, man, or about Chicago. You know, one of these big. I'm hoping big, for
0: Chicago. Please come One back. of these big
1: cities starts to load up, and and all they need to do, like if one big time player goes to Chicago, and then he's like, hey, Giannis, you know, this would be a great opportunity, well, and I he's looking. I thought they at had going, that with Wade. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's a little older, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean that that's when it's going to really be. What is he going to do? Because that'll show if he's true and he's going to stay and build something in Milwaukee, or if he's going to be like, well, yeah, but look at this, a big city, big paycheck, good team, this is where I want to go.
0: Yeah. I don't yeah. like it, man. I don't- it's,
1: you could see it when they promote it. That's, that's the big th- standout for me, is like, Back in the day when it'd be, you know, I remember watching that and they'd show, oh, this Christmas you got Knicks Heat. And I'm like, oh, man, yeah. you know, that was back with Lonzo Mourning and you got the Knicks and Ewing. And I'm thinking, dude, and it was just the Knicks in the Heat. That's yeah. all they promoted. You know, they'd show the Knicks logo and the Heat logo.
0: And you're in join your head, on, you're Now like, it's join us on Christmas. LeBron James exactly. takes on fucking Who, Kevin Garnett or, when, or whoever. That's, when that's what was, it is. Yeah,
1: Yeah. But they try to put all this drama together. You know, they're like, LeBron James goes back to Cleveland and takes on, you know, fucking Paul Smiles or whatever. (laughs) And you're like, who the hell's that? Kevin Love. Right. But they'll show a picture of LeBron and a picture of the player, not the team. Instead of their logo.
0: Yeah. They'll have the logo somewhere on his jersey or whatever. I remember that, dude. The floating logo. Yes. Like going into the court and it has the Knicks and Bulls. I always remember that one. Yeah. Just kind of turning the stuff.
1: Yep. That's the way it used to be, but now they don't Never do that anymore. It, no. So now that you've empowered the players, they have this ability to do whatever they want. Yeah. And fans are now fans of the players more than they are fans of the teams. You know, as yeah. like it used to be. It used to be 100% dedicated to the team. Now you got more of a split going on. You know, LeBron fans, they don't give a shit what team he's on. They fought, they've they rooted for him from the Heat, on the Cavs,
0: Dude, on the Lakers. This is one thing that I hate is, oh my God. I will still fucking hate Tom Brady if he goes to the Raiders. Yeah, I'm never gonna. I'm not gonna root for him. I'll root for the Raiders. All I want. I'm never gonna root for Tom Brady. That's my fandom, right? So then you get like diehard fucking Laker fans who are like talking shit about LeBron James. He's never gonna be the goat. Oh my god, dude! They that's all they talk about. They ripped his ass. Now he's the fucking. He's their god. It's like, come on, dude! Like, that's what gets me, bro. And fandom is is you know, there's no logical fan out there. No, like we all have, that's what it's, it's a fanatic. Yeah. We're yeah, fanatics dude. Po- so point. it's like, you're nobody ever, you know, you can't be a fan and be impartial. Like it's, it's hard. It's very right. hard. Right. You're always going to have your bias. You're always going to have your dislikes and stuff like that. So like when, and, and it, I don't know if it's the right, like, I, can I, should we question them? Should we question their fan, you know, Lakers fans, and and them supporting LeBron James now, like like they weren't bad mouthing him, fucking when he was with Cleveland or even Miami. Yeah. Like, but I do. I'm like, you were two years ago. You were over here saying that this guy was trash.
1: See, I see what you're saying, and I I still admire their them as being a fan because in that situation, they're taking the player on their team. They're still rooting for their team, but I lose respect for them as an objective. Sports goer, you know, like when right. they're like, oh, I'm gonna tell you who my favorite quarterback is of all time I'd be like, yeah, I don't care because <laughs> if that quarterback changes teams, you're gonna completely switch your right. point of view so I hear what you're saying my bigger pet peeve is The ones who are who are getting a Cavs Jersey with LeBron James and then the next time when he moves teams They have the Miami Heat Jersey yeah. and I'm like what the fuck you just changed states <laughs> You went to a whole nother and then yeah. it goes to the Lakers and now they got Lakers shit. I'm like dude Pick a team. I, yeah. I can't stand that you're a fan of a player you, Nobody What team do you like uh, LeBron James LeBron James I like LeBron James I like uh, Yeah What happens when Fucking Steph Curry moves I know You think they're still gonna be All Golden State Warrior fans No A big old section Of Golden State Warrior fans Are gonna float over To wherever team he's yeah. on what well, be, see, you see that I now? love the Jazz I've always loved the Jazz No you didn't Love the Jazz <laughs> No
0: you didn't
1: <laughs> Those are the ones That piss me off the most
0: Yeah I agree dude I'm I'm the same way I just Like Be consistent dude Like I don't
1: yeah, why? Is, I don't understand why that's so difficult. I'm a Bills fan. Yeah, they suck a lot. Still Bills fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then they pick up Kelvin Benjamin. Still a Bills fan. You know, like, none. Of, nothing that happens changes the fact that I'm a Bills, Bills fan. Bills fan, yes. That's where I'm at. I don't have... <laughs> I have one Bills jersey, and it's fluty. Flutie, yeah. You know, it's not even about who's on the team now. And granted, it's because the Bills haven't been great. You know, we haven't had, like, a fucking... Tomlinson or somebody like that, where you're, he's a fr- franchise. I remember Hall when you guys had
0: Lynch, bro. That game when the Raiders played him, he fucking killed us.
1: Yeah, Lynch was good. Raiders
0: couldn't stop him that
1: game. Lynch wasn't Seahawk Lynch at that point, but he was good. Yeah. We had dude. We, we had, he was
0: hurt quite a bit too with you guys.
1: Yeah, he had he was struggling to stay on the field for a little bit, and then it's too cold. <laughs> it is cold. Pulling
0: hammies. Yeah.
1: But yeah, those was, was good times back then But yeah, that's basketball And then Draymond Green came out and said He he, he kind of said it half-heartedly Made a joke that he's like hey, You guys can buy my contract out So I can get to a playoff team But I think he's serious
0: Oh, he absolutely is serious <laughs> Every fucking player nowadays Is serious is How shitty is
1: that? He's been in the playoffs so every year of his career
0: and One down, one year Right, that one shit. down year Everybody's
1: hurt and he's like, I'm out yeah, that's a piece. There's of no shit.
0: loyalty left in, in basketball. In There's the not,
1: and you know what? I, I hate I hate when they talk about well, the, the owners aren't loyal to the players. Uh,
0: they're giving you max fucking contracts. Right. You're getting based paid on your, millions. Yeah, based on your talent level, your draft stock, everything. They're giving you your max contract. There's people out there that don't deserve max contracts, and they're giving them to you regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what happens
1: when I'm 38? They're not gonna still pay me the same money. No, nor should they. Nor
0: should they. <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's stupid. And it's not like in basketball they trade players like they do in you know baseball. Right. Baseball I understand more. You know, you guys they need to get their contract, they need to get secured, because you might be on a playoff team and then get traded to a piece of shit and you have nothing you can do about it.
0: Yeah. Or basketball, it
1: doesn't happen.
0: There's people that in basketball, there's not a farm system.
1: No. Well So I
0: mean, I mean you got the D League, G the D League, league. shit like that. You can play in Europe, do all that stuff. But like baseball, there's three levels of minor leagues that are associated with the MLB. And then you got independent leagues. There's people that stay in the minors their entire career, and that's why these people fight so hard to make guaranteed money, right. In baseball, in basketball, you're you can get drafted and sign a fucking fifteen million dollar contract like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and, and then get a twenty million dollar shoe a, contract. Yeah, and get a shoe contract. But not only that, in three years, once your contract's up. Based on what you've done in the league, you can get a max contract that's going to pay you $70 million. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like you're not – and it's all fully guaranteed. So you you don't have to worry about incentive-based or shit like that, you know, like football does. Yep. So it's like these guys get paid right off the bat, right when they're drafted, but yet they don't – like I, I just – I think that's the problem too is that they're spoiled. You know what I mean? Like the, the league spoils them in, in thinking that – it's all about them, which you know, and in instances it is. They're the ones that drive the league, they're the ones that make the money for the league. They're they're the players, you know what I mean? But at the same time, like <clears throat> you got to respect these owners for what they're doing, you know what I mean? Like I just I don't know. I don't I don't like the everything's about me mentality now.
1: Yeah, I don't either. So Yeah, it's pretty frustrating. All right. So Adam Ray created his list of the three most ex- or No, I'm sorry. He created a list of the most exciting players. I want to talk about the three most in your opinion and mine, but he let off his list with playoff LeBron, which <laughs> I get it. I, you know, playoff LeBron, he gets a lot of shit for his cause he's not a Jordan or a Kobe and wants to take the last shot, but playoff LeBron is pretty impressive. He's had a lot of amazing games in the playoffs. Yeah. Adam Rankin was on the radio show. They asked him about it. He's, he was talking about not the past, but this year. Like, specifically, who's the, who do you want to see this year? Who's most exciting?
0: He's excited. So, so he was
1: comparing excited. Zion and LeBron James and some other players in, in other sports. Whoa, whoa. Because of buzz. You know, like, who's creating oh, the most okay. buzz is how okay. he described the list. So it changed it a little bit for me. But he wanted to play off LeBron because of the Kobe situation, how LeBron's been playing every day. He, he pushed aside the the whole I need a break thing. You know, he wanted to... He says got wide shoulders to take care of whatever, and so he's been kids? out there doing it. Yeah. nice dude, you like him? yeah, Shave my nipples. supple. <laughs> um, but yeah, he uh, so he put he put playoff football. But the thing about that I that I didn't like is that he separated it. You know, like he made it playoff LeBron. Uh Why wasn't it just LeBron? Yeah. If we could start segregating like, oh yeah, I like July Stanton.
0: Playoff LeBron has been elected to the (laughs) Hall of Fame.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so that caught me off guard. But so this year, if we're going to go off of his qualifications. So just basketball? No. In all sports, who do you think are the three most exciting players right now in general?
0: Football, definitely Pat Mahomes. Uh, I think him or Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson more because of like I just like seeing him running around and people missing and shit like that. Um but I'd have to lean more for more to uh Pat Mahomes. Um just he's dude, he's everything that anybody wants as, you know, in quarterback. He's got a fucking arm. Yeah. Um he creates plays, you know, and and honestly if the chiefs and they proved it, they didn't have when they didn't have them, they still had a good team, but they couldn't fucking get, you know, past the first round with Alex Smith. You know what I mean? And, um, he's just exciting, dude. He some of the throws. You're just like, come on, bro. Like, why are you fucking throwing sidearm like that? You didn't need to, or that no look shit. Like I get it. It's exciting <laughs> in the moment, but like, you know what I mean? I, but he, he is, he is an exciting player, you know, in terms of creating things and, you know, making people miss and, and shit like that. Um, baseball oh that's tough i'm excited to see any pitcher at the astros yeah you know what i mean i want i want to see uh or any hitter sorry um what they're gonna do once every stadium is gonna boom you know what i mean yeah like i know that's what's gonna happen you know what i mean because you're gonna have those fucking purists and integrity fans and no, no, no! They're fucking cheaters, blah blah blah. But I, I want to see how they're going to react, and I, I, love what Correa did. Yeah, you know, in defending Altuvi. Uh, I love what Josh Reddick just came what came out with saying it's like, dude, just fucking move on already. You know what I mean? We're gonna win and prove everybody wrong. You know, whether they do it or not, I'm just exciting excited to see that entire thing unfold. You know what I mean? Because I, I'm on the Astro side in this. Right. You know what I mean? And. It's time to move on, you know. It's time to just fucking play baseball, and that's. I just think that's going to be really, really exciting. Basketball. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I'm. I'm excited to see what Kawhi does with the Clippers in the playoffs. Yeah, because Kawhi. Yeah, he's, he's so
1: playoff Kawhi. Playoff
0: playoff Kawhi. <laughs> I, well, I mean. It, I think playoff Kawhi makes more sense than LeBron or playoff LeBron. Let me explain. Kawhi's taking a lot of time off to prep for the playoffs. Yeah. LeBron said, I'm not going to do that. So he's having great games during the regular season right now. And so is Kawhi. But he's taking more time off than LeBron is. So we're already seeing what LeBron is capable of. We've seen in the past, Kawhi had a great series last year in the fucking finals. So... We had a little glimpse of it, but I want to see what he's going to do with the Clippers in terms of carrying them to the playoffs if they get past, you know, teams in the first, second, third round. Yeah. Um, and I want to see what Paul George does as a, as a supplement to him. You know what I mean? Once he's fully healthy. I think, I honestly think the Clippers are the favorites. They have more depth. I think mean, they have to be. They're, you know, that, well, just they have more depth. They, like the Lakers.
1: They're built for this. Yeah. Yeah. The Lakers just came off a piece of shit year. Yeah. You know, and they're having a great year this year, but.
0: I want to see if they can all pull it together. Yeah. The Lakers can pull it together in the playoffs.
1: I think LeBron's going to burn himself out. Yeah. From now to then.
0: And I'm excited to see if, uh, in hockey, I want to see, see if Vegas not being in first place and running through everybody you know, seeing them having to fight and claw and and trying to make it to the playoffs, yeah, make a run and, and see how far they can do it. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I mean,
1: that's kind of confusing. Can't even name who the people were you just said, but I like it
0: <laughs> in hockey. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like hockey, and then they took the Astros as a whole or pitchers against them, I guess, or yeah. the situation. I'm not really sure. Just the whole situation. Yeah. So okay,
0: I'll- let me know it down. Astros Altuvi. Do yeah. Uh basketball, Kawhi and the Clippers. Football, I already said Mahomes. Uh hockey. I wanna see what Alec Martinez is gonna do with the with the golden the Golden Knights, because he just got traded from the Kings.
1: Nice. Making me sad. I mean that's yeah, that part's not nice, but it's a good list. My three are Mahomes, obviously. Super Bowl champion now. What are you gonna do with that? Um and then altuve That's that's the one I wanna see. I think he's the most Exciting! There's too, too much buzz around him. You have to see what's going to happen. It's
0: crazy that he's getting most of it, mm-hmm. and Bregman was a part of it. I know. Um, McCann supposedly was a part of it.
1: You know what's ironic about that is Bregman doesn't get much props for how great he is. I know. And then when all this shit happened, he doesn't even really get like he just, <laughs> he just keeps keep getting like, forgotten. Yeah. What oh, about no, Bregman? Oh yeah, I forgot about that Walk guy. He's there. <laughs> and then my third is Conor McGregor because Ooh. of how many eyes are on him now that he's back. That's all I heard when he came back. McGregor, McGregor, gonna watch the fight, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. But as soon as he gets a fight, interesting. If he fights Khabib again, especially. That's gonna be the the news this year. Yeah. So those are the ones I went with. He's but yeah, to get his
0: ass beat. I think
1: I think he is too.
0: Khabib's just gonna fucking work that kid.
1: <laughs> so now that we kind of touched on baseball a little bit, let me get into. Giancarlo Stanton. He's he made the he made the statement if I knew what pitch was coming, I would have hit 80 home runs.
0: Why? Why even open your mouth?
1: Yeah. <laughs> How about instead of talking about the subject, you get fucking healthy?
0: Yeah. You played fifty eight games.
1: When and, were you gonna and, hit oh, no, eighty home played, runs? You played
0: you I think you played like ninety games. Or something like
1: that. Is he saying he was going to hit 80 home runs in the
0: half season he played? I don't know. And then he backtracked on it. Yeah. He on his comment. I'm just saying, like, when you know what pitch is coming, blah blah blah. Oh god, dude. Like, you struck out more than the fucking, like, you doubled strikeouts. You know, in second place was like fucking a hundred off of you, like. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, dude.
1: I, he clearly doesn't know what pitch is coming. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, but you know what's crazy? So uh, on, on that subject, I was listening to the Rich, I- Rich Eisen show, and he uh, he had a, a player that was going to not be named who played on the 2017 Astros and was telling Rich that he – what's not talked about in this whole thing is how many times this didn't work. All we talk about is – when they get when they get the pitch right and the batter would hit and they you know take advantage but they don't they're not talking about how many times it failed right he said they had two monitors in their dugout that AJ Hintz smashed both situations were when they thought they had the team signs but they didn't and it cost him the game mm. so it backfired you know and I don't know if it was more effective or less effective. Overall, I'm assuming more based on the fact, but I mean they stopped doing it for 2017 allegedly So if it was more effective, I don't know if they would have kept going right They might have said you know what this isn't really We're kind of getting the same results either way who knows what would happen with that But what I thought was interesting was they talked about he talked about How science dealing is going on every every game every team they watch film they watch the catcher they pick up their signs from the previous game. They're all they're all scouting, just like they do in football. Mm-hmm. They pick up their signs from the previous game and then they try to detect those during the game. They've been doing it. They've been doing that. So that's been an ongoing thing. So what the Astros were doing was using that, then using the monitor in the dugout to validate are they still running these signs? Right. Are they using the signs that we saw in the St. Louis series? Or are they using the signs we saw in the Giants series? And then, you know, and then trying to um, can Convey that to the batter, right? So they, that's that's part's getting completely overwhelmed. Oh, they're making it sound like the Astros are like, "Boom, we got your sign." Every Boom, fucking there it is. Every, yeah. You know,
0: yeah. I completely understand what you're saying. The other thing is, is
1: and some batters didn't even they want they didn't want it. They didn't do it. Right. They didn't do it for some of the hitters because the hitters it fucked them up. Right. Which makes sense. I'm a hitter. Last if I'm a plate, right. <laughs> you're hitting a trash can. I'm like, oh, curveball. I'm gonna strike out. <laughs> yeah. I can't think like that. Exactly. I'm a reactor. So then, there's some of those. Mm-hmm. What's what's
0: I wanted to play this video real quick. So people are forgetting the situation. Is it the Harold Reynolds yes. one? Yes. Yes. I, w- I want people to hear this, especially you Dodger fans, because it's it's not only, like you said, not only that the amount of times that it didn't work, but think about situational baseball. Think about who's batting after uh, Altuve and Correa and how many outs or what pitches uh against the Yankees. Listen to this video and real quick I just want
1: to preface this video by saying Altuve's reportedly one of the players who did not want this. Right. He had specifically asked to not be a part of it because it messed him up. Mm-hmm. That's what they had said and this is Altuve at the plate.
0: Yeah, so this is Altuve at the plate against the Araldis Chapman in the 26 or 2017 uh divisional series. So or championship series, yeah. sorry. So listen to this. <laughs>
1: He's throwing three sliders in a row. Then he goes fastballs
0: to the backstop. and goes to the backstop. This guy got no Yeah, he's nowhere ball. near the fucking plate. That's no and wild. So here comes Altuve. He's got Springer on first. Altuve's up. And he's got Jake Marisnik hitting behind him. You think Who? Altuve
1: thinks he's going to get something to hit? No. There's two outs. And this is the best hitter in the, the time. He's the MVP of the American League. 99 miles an hour fastball. All right. So what are you looking for off Chapman? You're looking for that 99-mile-an-hour heat again. He can't find Six straight balls. There's six balls in a row. Altuve knows he's not getting anything to hit. I'm getting a breaking ball here. Look, sit in. Who's sitting on the on-deck circle? Jack, where is the 190? Must suck, suck to be him Altuve listening to this. <laughs> in a fastball from Chapman? No. He gets a hanging breaking ball and hammers it. Sorry,
0: this is the part. Folks. But that's anybody in the big leagues that's hitting that off the of chaplain. It was a terrible pitch. Thank you, Harold Reynolds. Yep. Anybody in the league in the major league that gets a after 6 straight fucking missed fastballs, gets an off-speed pitch outside, low and outside or not like there was a hanger. Yeah, a hanger.
1: There's was a hanger over the middle.
0: You hang it, we bang it. And he fucking did. So it's like Nobody's thinking about that either. Everybody's just fucking outraged with the fact, the cheating, the word cheating. They got caught, and it's like, come on, man. Like, think about it in terms, you know, in the grand scheme. Think about like everything that has to go into that to to work. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's it's just fucking ridiculous, dude. But
1: you know, but Stan would hit eighty.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it. with him, dude. Like, come on, man. The
1: thing that's really bothered me about this. It's, and this is the thing. It's not bothering me that the Astros use the monitor in the dugout. Right. It doesn't even bother me that the MLB messed up and put the monitors in the dugout. Like the, the root cause. None of that really bothers me. What's What's really bothering me is that the players are – this, this is the same shit they did during the steroid era when somebody got busted and they went out and opened their mouths. Oh, yeah, that guy's a cheater. And then all of a sudden, a couple years later, you find out all those guys that opened their mouths yeah. were cheating. Mm-hmm. You know, not all of them, but you know, you got what I'm saying. Yeah. And they're doing that again right now. You're getting all these teams chiming in. Oh, yeah, I can't believe they did that. Somebody needs to handle that. Yeah. Somebody, I can't remember who, who was, uh, it was uh, what's the name for the Braves? Marcakis.
0: Oh, dude, he's on a fucking ridiculous rant.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, dude, it's going to come out. They, they gave the players immunity to speak. It's going to come out what teams are doing Mm -hmm. and players trade teams. They're going to speak, you know, when I was in when I was on the Braves, this is what we did over there. And that's going to come out. Give it some time. When that happens, everyone's going to look ridiculous, especially the Dodgers who have been the most outspoken (laughs) because those guys are doing the same thing.
0: Yeah. I don't know if you've just seen, uh, it just came out today. Jonathan Lucroy, the old catcher for the A's. um, He just said that he, they told that the A's told MLB about Houston's cheating or whatever. Like two years before, and the MLB didn't do anything. So it's like, they know it's there. They're not, they don't, it, it, like, it's just, it's been going on more yeah. than this fucking in 17. Right. You know what I mean? And by other teams. Other teams just aren't fucking getting caught yet. The other thing is, the Red Sox and the Yankees got caught using Apple Watches. Right. And, and, all and that's did, not
1: even talked about.
0: And that's not even talked about. They got fined. You know what I mean? Nobody got suspended. No fucking managers quit or got fired. You know what I mean? But oh, they didn't win the World Series. Well, the Red Sox did. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like let's let's be fucking real about things. Don't just. I just think people are pissed, and, and it's mostly Dodgers, Dodger fans. You know what I mean. Because, you know, we lost to fucking...
1: Yeah, but now you're seeing all kinds... Of, like, now it's not just Dodger fans. Now you're getting LeBron James talking about it. You're getting oh, a, yeah, your Mike yeah, Trout comes too. out and says stuff. And, like Everyone's jumping on board, and it's frustrating because now you're getting... That's, I was going to say this for my rant later, but I'm gonna it, we're all on the subject now. But what's pissing me off is that when I'm all, listening to radio shows, and you know, I got shows like The Odd Couple, which is two yeah. basketball analysts, yeah. and they're discussing their thoughts and opinions on the baseball scandal. Well, isn't
0: Rod Parker... Um, Kind of. He's a writer and he gets a Hall of Fame vote.
1: Probably. Yeah. yeah. Hall of Fame vote. That means dick to me. I know. <laughs> that's the <laughs> stupidest yeah. setup. Rob Rob Parker's. That guy's a mess. Listening to him talk about. He's everywhere. Yeah. I he's, love that show though. I listen to it, but it, but that's my point. Those shows, and then um, Doug Gottlieb. I'm listening to him talk about it. Basketball guy. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they they do not understand the baseball aspect of it. So they keep coming like, in going, pull, like pull the world series. They need to pull the world. Series. What's
0: the pull in the world series gonna do? Yeah.
1: They're like Harold like, oh.
0: Reynolds said. It's like <laughs> think about it situationally. Think about it and get the bigger picture. Like it's not just them. They're situations that you have to manage, you literally have to manage. And in a split split second you hear a fucking trash can, that doesn't make you a better hitter especially when there's velocity and and where the ball is going to go.
1: Yeah, location. Location.
0: Like, I don't care if I know that a 100-mile-an-hour fastball is going to come at me. I'm not going to fucking hit it. You know what I mean? Especially hit a home run. I might just stick my bat out and be able to touch it. But the chances of me hitting a fucking home run off of that pitch, yeah, might be slightly better. But I still have to know where the fucking ball is coming in a blink of an eye, less than a blink of an eye, where do you know if it's high and out, low and in, fucking belt high right down the pipe, like I still have to place it. You know what I mean? Like I still have to put it out there. So it, there's just a lot to it and frankly I'm done. You know, I'm just over it.
1: And that's the thing like to that point MLB players are more skilled than us average guys. Right? So yes, they do more with it. Like the steroids conversation. Yeah, when you when Barry Bonds bulks up, he's going to hit a lot more home runs than an average player because he was already a Hall of Fame caliber player mm-hmm. who now can hit the ball much farther. Um, but the location thing is huge and not discussed enough because when you when a pitcher is attacking a batter, they're not guessing pitches all the time. They're, they they got to guess location. So pitchers will work the batter away, 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 away to get his line of sight away yeah. and then bust him in with a fastball. The the hitter might expect fastball, yeah. but if he throw, he's looking away, and that pitch comes inside, he gets all tied up. He's screwed. You knew, so Batters you could say knew. fastball coming, but he's like, I don't know, if it's going to be inside or outside.
0: Batters knew what Mariano Rivera was going to throw.
1: Yeah, that didn't fucking help them.
0: A cut, a cut fastball every fucking time, right? Or ninety percent of the time. Yeah, he had that two or two seam, seam and a cut. Yeah, or yeah, uh, two seam in a cut. So it was breaking away or breaking in. Yep. So like you. Two pitches, you knew what the fuck. You had a 50-50 shot, and people still couldn't fucking hit him.
1: One of the best of all time,
0: right? And and it's usually for three fucking outs in the game. Yeah, right. So it's like it's crazy, dude. Like, I, yeah, it, it's just it's 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 weird. I'm I'm, I'm over it. I'm glad that fucking Reddick fucking said something. You know, Giancarlo, don't be dumb. Like, you have no your your argument holds no weight. You know what I mean? You're you've been fucking hurt I'd say sixty percent of your career. You yeah, know? and you wanna say that you'll hit eighty home runs that season, like please
1: shut <laughs> your fucking mouth. Yeah, dude. He's one of those players I wanna see get healthy and play all season, but I definitely don't want to hear him talk anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's bust in some of the starting pitchers. Um I'm gonna go through a few. You wanna go put your two cents on, um, thoughts on what their seasons are gonna be like. So two leadings and you know what, I'll, before we get into this, let me start by saying when you guys are playing fantasy baseball, it's really important that you check your scoring settings because you have to know what is more valuable. Some of the leagues will put extra emphasis on strikeouts and that's going to adjust the pitchers and, and that should adjust your strategy on who you're going to get. Right. So pay attention to those things. I am just, I mean, my scoring is going to go off my league, um, it's a pretty standard setup with a couple extra outside points, but for the most part, it's pretty regular. So the two leading pitchers last year overall in total points were Verlander and Garrett Cole. Right. Uh Verlander stayed on the Astros. Garrett Cole is now on the Yankees. So what are your thoughts on them staying in the top 2? Uh
0: I think Garrett Cole's going to fall a little bit, especially being at home, that park. Yeah. It's just It's a I mean, Houston, part. Was a tough part. Houston was a tough park. Houston was a tough park. I'm saying New York's is easier. It's a hitter's park. So it's is
1: Houston. Houston's got a short portion right and then got that baby wall in left. True. Yeah, the deep you're right center. There.
0: You're right there. Um
1: But you I am thinking more of like pitching in the cold.
0: That, yeah.
1: I wonder if that's gonna have an effect on him in the beginning of the season.
0: And then just pitching in New York in general.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. You know what I mean? Like he's only played in Houston and Pittsburgh. He's never played in a yeah, big city. Not a,
0: not a big market. You know, what New mean? York's
1: a tough place to play.
0: Yeah. You know, if you have a bad game, they're gonna boo you. You know what I mean? Like it's it's
1: another aspect is he's he'll be facing the AL East, which mm-hmm. has been notoriously one of the tougher divisions. Yeah. Yeah, right? I think, I, agree. I, think he'll,
0: I think he'll have a little drop off. Not not I'm not saying he's going to fucking go 500. <laughs> I think he's definitely going to have a big year, but I just think about he'll. he'll probably, you can
1: see him not being top. Yeah, two. yeah. I,
0: I think he'll finish in the top five, but maybe like at four or five, you know, something like that. Um, and number two, I, I think Verlander's still going to have a, a a good season. Um I think between those two I would say Verlander would probably have the, the biggest uh drop off.
1: Really? Yeah. I could see Verlander repeating yeah. as number 1.
0: I just think I just think in terms of what's going on with them that team, you know, in in this offseason and I'm not saying he was They
1: might come out and just light everyone up.
0: Maybe, and I hope not cuz I'm an A's fan. I know. <laughs> I'm I'm hoping that the A's fucking you know, win that division. Actually,
1: never mind. They got Dusty Baker. I don't know if they're going to be lighting anything up, really.
0: Uh, you know, but what's the change? I mean.
1: I, mean, I think managing's huge. I, I think managing always yeah, gets yeah. downplayed.
0: Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I don't, I'm not one to downplay managing. Yeah. I'm. I'm. What I'm saying is is if it's not broke, if it ain't broke, you know, don't fix it. And I don't think he's going to try to change too much. Obviously, person, personal decisions, like. You might make a different decision. They're, they're than so I different, do. though. Yeah.
1: AJ Hinch was analytics, analytics, analytics. Dusty Baker is toothpick. Yeah. And a whim. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I, I I agree with that. I just I just think that the
1: it is the AL. The, I mean, there's the not overall as much. dynamic
0: of what the Astros have. I don't think it's going to change much. True. I think I think they're if they're going to win, they're going to they're going to be relatively close. Um, if they do have a drop off, I think it's going to be because. Gonna be because of what's going on. You yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and I think that Verlander would have a decent year, but I think he'll probably have more of a drop off. And then to think about it, uh, you know, Cole's not there anymore. You know what I mean. So like, I don't know. I think I wouldn't say more pressure would be on Verlander to get wins, but definitely he's now their number one again. You know what I mean. So.
1: So here's a few pitchers that I've pinpointed as ones who are going to have severe drop-offs. These are all top 15 last year. Uh, Patrick Corbin finished sixth. I don't think he'll finish sixth. No, I see him finishing somewhere between 15 and 20, most likely. Uh, even with the Nationals, I don't think he'll be able to... He's a very talented pitcher. He's just never been consistent. Right. So I don't see I don't see him repeating that. Um Lance Lynn had a crazy rebound year last year in Texas. No chance he repeats that. Yeah. That is not going to happen. If you had Lance Lynn last year, be happy that you got him and don't take him again. <laughs> don't go down that rabbit hole. Edwin Rodriguez of the of the Red Sox, the Red Sox should take a big step back this year even more than they did last year,
0: especially losing Mookie.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't see them uh doing too well and typically if you're not scoring runs, Edwin's not going to be doing a great job because he needs some run support.
0: True.
1: Um good strikeout guy, but overall he, he should you should see his earned runs fly up. Yeah. And then Ryu going to Toronto. Oh yeah. That is first of all, he's never going to have that first half <laughs> that he had. That is that was the peak for him. Second of all, he went to the Blue Jays. So he is in the AL East. He's pitching in a pit in a hitter's ballpark, yeah. and that's not going to be a good <laughs> setup. That is going to be one that he drops off majorly. And then last is right. I don't know that that was last. Real quick, that was what last. do you
0: think Walker Bueller is going to do? You think he's gonna? You think he's gonna fucking just kill it this no. year more than anything? No, no,
1: gonna be mediocre. I think so. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, he's the Dodgers number one now.
1: <laughs> hey, he's mom now
0: <laughs> No, I'm just I'm just I yeah. watched that movie today it was, Did you? Yeah. That
1: was a good one Yeah, I don't I don't see him Doing anything phenomenal
0: Walker Buehler's a good pitcher He's
1: not, He's not great He's good The ones who I The ones who I got my eye on For some for Big bounce back years <clears throat> Consistent Is DeGrom I think we're gonna see him Finish higher DeGrom finished at uh, Seven I definitely think You'll see him back Top three Obviously, depending on health, but he should be good. Um, Morton for the oh, Rays, yeah, I like him. Mm-hmm. He's a sneaky pick. He's one of those guys in the drafts that'll fall, and you don't even you're not even paying attention to the fact that he's still there, and he'll get taken in like the seventh round, and people are like, "What? That guy's available?" Yeah, but he's just not a big name, but a very solid pitcher. I think you'll see that. Um, Berrios for the Twins, he should yeah. bounce up. You saw him have a good second half, and then uh, Aaron Nola. For the Phillies. Oh yeah, I think you'll see him. I hope peak Trevor again.
0: Bauer has a fucking shitty season after all this shit. He's I been hope he gets with.
1: fucking chlamydia. That guy's a <laughs> piece of shit.
0: <laughs> um, I'm pretty excited to see what the A's um staff does with Mane coming back. Um, they got Lizardo. Ho- hopefully they transition him into a fucking starter, and I think they are. Um, AJ Pook is going to come in as a reliever. Dude's fucking fast. Yeah.
1: Um see, and that's another thing is that some leagues you're doing pitching staff versus pitchers. Right. When you're doing and you're in those leagues that do pitching staff, Oakland is almost always a great place to go. Yeah. They just traditionally have a good pitching staff. They're in a pitcher's ballpark. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they're the AL West is full of pitchers ballparks. Yeah. So yeah. it's a good spot. That's a good place to land. Um What do you think about Mad Bum? I honestly don't know. I really—he's in a terrible spot. <laughs> he's on a team that probably won't do too well based on the way they've been, and he's in a park that gives up a ton of runs, and not to mention he's not had a good track record in that park. Yeah. So, Arizona is a great ballpark to watch a game at. Not it is. I mean, it is. when you're there, yes, but also on TV because it's it's like a it's like a mini Coors Field. Yeah. It's sneaky. It doesn't get the same reputation that Coors does, but. You're watching a game in Arizona. Well, that's thing's 2 to 1. There. Yeah, 2 to 1 and then all of a sudden that game's 13 to 8. <laughs> yeah. It's the fourth inning you're like, "What the hell?"
0: What's the high desert in Arizona? <laughs> yeah. So, um yeah, I,
1: the I, high low I'm, desert.
0: I'm, I'm I'm kind of intrigued to see what Mad Bum's going to do. Obviously he had shitty shitty year last year.
1: Fantasy-wise, but, I'm definitely not putting him on my team. I I don't, you know, don't want to have him on there to ride that out and see. I'll let somebody else
0: live that Ryan Benock. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, that's interesting man i i kind of i kind of want to play um but it's been years since i've fucking played in it I don't you, know you just well gotta
1: I watch did. baseball
0: well see that's it's like riding thing. a bike buddy that's yeah well that's the thing though i we cut our cable because we're just we weren't watching tv you know what I mean we, who'd we you worked. have direct tv
1: oh, okay yeah i tried to get spectrum today did you see that no yeah
0: how'd that work out terribly really
1: uh, we moved into the apartment and they said, if we wanted to keep the dish, we had to pay a deposit because the dish, they don't usually allow you to put a dish in there. So you have to put it on your patio, blah, blah, blah. Long story short. I was like, well, fuck all that, dude. I already have my internet through spectrum. So let me call and see what the cable packages are. Cause I direct TV. I was paying 75, I was paying 80 bucks right now a month. I was paying 59, but after that year ended, it bounced up to 85. Okay. So I call spectrum and talk to this girl. Look, I'm sorry. I talked to Carrie about getting spectrum but i hadn't called yet this morning i get a phone call from a lady from spectrum and she's like hey uh, i'm with the promotions department i wanted to call and see you i saw you the internet i thought we'd offer you cable and see if you guys were really interested in it see and the i said stars. They're yeah calling. and i'm like actually yeah i am interested in that that's i'm glad you called and she's like okay well great what channels do you guys watch uh, i said well she's you and your wife and i said my wife watches mtv and usa and then you know, whatever channel Order orders on. I can't remember that <laughs> channel, but she watches those pretty religiously. And she was like, oh, okay, that's, those are like in the basic package. That's simple. Right. What do you watch? And I was like, well, I pretty much only watch the MLB package and the NFL package. You know, I watch red zone and baseball games. That's kind of all I watch on yeah. TV. Um, and she's like, oh, well actually those are part of our basic package as well. Now the MLB was moved up. So or moved down to where it's on a cheaper package. You can have access to it. And I was like, that's great. How much is that? She's like, oh, it's 82 something, blah, blah. And I'm like, eh, that's kind of still a lot. You know, I'm not really, it's not really what I was going for. She's like, okay, let me see what I could do for you. So she checks it out. She's like, I can get it to you for 69 bucks. She's like, and you know how the MLB, MLB network and these channels that you're looking for. And I'm like, MLB network, that's fine. I need the MLB the games. Package. She's like, oh, yeah, that's another $30 a month and you get it for the whole season. And I was like, yeah, that puts me back at like 100 bucks. That's not really what I wanted to do. And she's like, hold on, let me see what I could do for you. <laughs> she comes back and she's like, okay. We'll throw in the MOB package and the NFL for this year. So you don't pay for either of those and your total thing's going to be 69 bucks. And I was like, Deal. Done. That's awesome. She's like, Okay, great. So let me transfer you over to the um, department where they'll get you set up for the install. I'm like, All right, cool. Transfers me. It takes me to back to the, like the very beginning call where it's like, For English, press 1. And so I was thinking, Well, that's weird. So I press 1 because I'm English. <laughs> and... <coughs> and uh it and i get this is the thing that sucks dude i get a lady no yeah i got a lady at first terrible english you know like thick accent
0: her name's karen yeah right karen <laughs> yeah and i'm
1: like I, I was really struggling to understand her but she's very polite i just can't gather what she's saying all the way and she's like oh you you need uh an install let me transfer you over there. And I'm like, okay, I just got transferred. That's fine. Transfers me over. I get a guy and he has, what's your address? I give it to him. Uh, okay. Um, Oh, you have internet? Yeah, I do. I, I see the ad cable. I talked to this lady. She offered me this package, blah, blah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Let me take this out. Okay. You know, 10 minutes goes by, he comes oh back and he's gosh. like, great. I got it all figured out for you. Uh, but I have to transfer you over to the movers because they're the ones who'll be moving. Cause technically you already have service. And I'm like, uh, okay, Send me to the movers. Whatever that department's <laughs> called. Sends me over there. The girl answers something, something, something promotions. And I'm like, is this the movers? And she's like, no. Is that what you needed? And I said, that's what you said he was transferring to. She was like, well, what are you looking for? And I'm like, no.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Let me explain it to you. And I explained the whole thing. This lady called me this morning. She's offering me this deal. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. She's like, okay, perfect. I'll just, I have to transfer over to the movers, but I already have all your information at it, So that way you don't have to repeat it again. Okay. You thank you. You would think the
0: first fucking person. Right. Had,
1: oh yeah. My God. Thank you for handling this lady. She's like, okay. And she speaks great English. I get transferred over to the quote unquote movers. This lady, the thickest Indian accent you've ever heard. Once again, very nice, very polite. I can't understand her. I'm pretty good with this. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not like an old white KKK <laughs> right. member who's being a racist asshole. I'm trying to communicate to right, her. Right. I explained it's immediately she's like, "Oh, blah blah. What can I do for you?" I'm like, "I'm trying to move my service, and they put me to you because I'm trying to get the cable added." And she's like, "Oh, okay. What's your address?" And I'm like, no, "No, no. They said they already entered all this." She's like, "I need you to say your address and then your passcode and then your." Th-. And I'm like, "I'm done." You got to be fucking kidding I'm me! Done. I was mad. I'm very patient, dude. I hung in. I hung in with this lady and then she's like, okay, um, yeah, I can't find your account. What's your address? And I told her, she's like, I don't have that address. Did you have have another one in here? Because she has an account up for me, but I'm not matching the address. I don't know what she has. I give her my last address. No. The one before that? No. The one before that? I can't remember the house number, but I give her the street. She's like, that's not it. And I'm like, I don't know what you're looking at. (laughs) Oh God, I'm done. So I'd be way done. I was like, I listen... She's like, well, now I need to run your credit because I'll just open a new account for you and, and that way we'll get you set up. And I'm like, run my credit? I already have an account here. <laughs> she's like, sir, we have to. It's either that or you have to pay a $200 install fee. And I was like, what?
0: Wow.
1: Fine, run it. So she runs my credit and she goes back and she's like, okay, so before we can get you started, you're going to have to pay your over your outstanding balance. And I'm like, what outstanding balance? She's like, well, there's an outstanding balance on this account.
0: Oh my god.
1: I said, Okay. Can I do you have a manager I could talk to you because then in, in her world now I'm mad at her, but in my world I need somebody that I can understand yeah, because I feel like whatever I'm explaining They're not understanding manager comes on the phone after like 15 minutes. I waited for this guy and it popped on like he was there and then he was like hold on and he left and I'm like that's the fucking manager Somebody pissed off him. <laughs> it was him This guy gets on I have to explain the whole thing over to this yeah. guy and this is the last one for me I'm like, okay I'm gonna explain it to you Bucko, but this <laughs> is it. I explained to him what's going on and he's like, okay I think I understand what's happening. Uh, they had you under the wrong account. It was an old account that you had uh, f- From when I li- like f- 10 years ago. Oh my god. She the address he gave me I was like what? Yeah, I live there, but Jesus so um, He's like let me put you on hold and uh, I'll get this figured out and I said, okay hung up And I was like, oh <laughs> Oh, man, I'm so mad right now. Oh, and I no. took a picture of it, posted it on Facebook. I said an uh, it was an hour and eight minute phone call. I haven't been on the phone for somebody an hour, for an hour and eight minutes since I was a wow. kid talking to chicks thinking I was going to get late <laughs> at sixth grade. You know what I mean? I was putting time in, falling asleep on the phone. You wake up with that fucked up sleepy ear. Right? Oh, oh, are you there? <laughs> so hell I was no. pissed. I called DirecTV and I'm like, listen, I, I tried to call Spectrum. They offered me the thing for 69 bucks, blah, 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 blah. I told her exactly what they offered me and she was like. Yeah, hold on. Let's see what we could do. She comes back. She's like, "We can give that same package to you. You Throw in the baseball, throw in the football. It's forty-five bucks a month." And I was like, "I love you." Damn. And then I wish I could take that and like go to Spectrum and then just shove it down their mouth.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Just show them the fucking. uh, So mad, dude.
1: (laughs) But what I wanted to get to was why do they hire? Why, I don't want to say hire because I, I know they're outsourcing but why would they go that route to save money if the customers can't even understand the reps the the manager yeah. just for the record the manager Indian accent just it was smaller so he was easy to understand okay you know so I get that can see why he was promoted but why do you have all the other people there that you can't communicate with are you hoping that you get an Indian customer who calls in you're like perfect <laughs> we were prepared for this moment
0: because oh, it just leaves gosh. me
1: frustrated and feeling like I'm a racist. Yeah. Because I'm trying to, like, I need someone that speaks English. Like, I speak English. I know you do, no, sweetheart. No. But that's, I can't understand you. <laughs> you know, like, if I talk to somebody from the deep south, I might be in the same boat. Like, do you have anybody that speaks not what you're saying?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: not about skin color. Just,
0: shit. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. I would have been done
1: so anyways, 20 minutes into it. I have cable. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, I'm pretty strange. patient but that that was that was super frustrating.
0: Fuck that, dude. What else we got going on, Rich?
1: <sighs> well, in the sports world, that was pretty much it for the topic sheet, but I do want to talk about the uh the new CBA going on in football and they're talking about the adding the extra game.
0: Oh yeah.
1: And then also adding the playoff team for each league. I'm down with that. Yeah, and you know why I'm I down do- with that? I'm not down with that so much for the adding of the team. I'm okay with that. I Mm -hmm. like more playoffs, you know, whatever. I'm one of those people. But I'm more down with it because it eliminates the two first-round buys, and it only gives one team the buy. The buy. That's what I really like. Yeah, same here. Because then it rewards that team instead of giving it to two.
0: Yeah, yeah. But on the flip side, playoffs now is going to be a little bit watered down in terms of oversaturated teams, you know what I mean? Like, instead of saying, like, okay, six teams – these these guys, you know, made it. They worked. You know, they did what they had to do to make it. It's like a reward. It's it was a true reward. You know what I mean to make yep. the playoffs. Now you go to eight, and it's like, mm, okay, seven or seven. Sorry. Now you go to seven, and it's like, fuck. You know.
1: Yeah, you you might catch a little more of that team that gets hot in the second half and doesn't quite get in, but it, you also are going to catch some of those teams where like you know the the ones that are go seven and nine. Yeah. And that's not going to be great when that happens. That's the downside. But yeah, I'm really excited for the one. Pl- I, I just the I one see what buy. the players
0: are going to yeah. agree with that.
1: The players like that. Oh, do they? Yeah. They don't love the 17th game, but they do like the more playoff. I mean, all the players want to make the playoffs.
0: Yeah. So are they going to add playoff team add a week and add a buy? So how's that going to work?
1: No, they're eliminating a buy and there's three games going on.
0: No, no, no. I'm saying during regular season, what are they going to do? Nothing.
1: The regular season, they're adding an extra game. 17 games. So
0: are they going to add an extra buy?
1: I don't... That wasn't proposed. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, they were talking about getting rid of a preseason game. So you'd run only okay. three preseason games, start the season the next week. Which I do like that because I hate the preseason. But... What's just, interesting is what right now, you run eight home, eight away. If you're running 17 games, how, what are they doing that extra game? Neutral site? That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking about today is that if you do something cool with that, like week 17, all the games were played in college stadiums or week 17, all the games were played in you know, iconic areas or whatever it might be. That would be cool. Yeah. You know, that would be a lot you of fun. You know what they're
0: probably going to do is add an extra game in London. And all the teams play there? Maybe. That's a nightmare <laughs> for travel. It would be, but uh, fuck, It was a nightmare for travel for the Raiders last year. Yeah. They didn't play a home game, quote unquote home game, <laughs> for fucking six weeks. They played a home game in London, but like really.
1: Then the Cardinals play in Mexico City too, or something. Chiefs and Chiefs and Patriots. Oh really? I think. Hmm. Yeah, they could do that. Or or I don't know. Chiefs
0: and Houston. I don't know. It was one of them. But I don't. Yeah, I, I I do like that. I I do like you know two more teams in the playoffs. Um, you know, we'll see hey we'll see how it works out. Well, the only thing I'm worried about is more injuries. Cause it's it's football, dude. It's yeah. not it's not like baseball.
1: But what the thing is it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with sitting players. Yeah. Cause now you have an extra game.
0: Are they gonna increase the roster size?
1: I think they said they were gonna increase it, but only by one or something.
0: You should they should at least add like three or four more people, I would think. Because if <clears throat> think about it. Usually, skill positions have one decent backup, right? Mm-hmm. So you're gonna have. Well, I wouldn't. Quarterback is gonna play every fucking game, right. you know. <laughs> but receivers, you know, you may sit Tyreek Hill one game and let fucking Mercole Harden really? Or I'm saying, in terms of that's what I want to see. Yeah, I think you would. I think you would. Are you
1: gonna see coaches get strategic with sitting a player? You're one have week, have to. That's crazy. You're going to have to. Could you imagine? Could you imagine being a Raider fan? And you go out there and you're like... <laughs> Where the fuck what? is
0: Darren Waller? <laughs> yeah.
1: Where's Josh Jacobs? Yeah. Oh, he's giving a week off this week but for see, rest. Again, you're like,
0: what the fuck? That's good, though, because to keep somebody healthy mm-hmm. in an extra game, you know what I mean, for the season, an extra week, you're going to have to sit, you know, like hockey does. They have healthy scratches. Um. And, you know, you're going to have to do something like that. And, dude, I think that's great because it's more of a managerial thing, too, than just coaching.
1: It is. You know what I mean? You're going to have
0: to think about.
1: Yeah. You're going to have to think about. I'd be pissed if I went to that game and that player was sitting.
0: Of course. But, I mean. Like, where's Pat Mahomes? Like I said, they're not going to do that with quarterbacks. (laughs) They won't do that with quarterbacks. It might.
1: They won't. So, check this out, too. So, with the two buys, when you lock up your buy or whatever, that's when they're sitting players. And then now there's one buy. there's a lot more on the line because now you can't lock up that buy, and, and sit, you might have to end up playing your players.
0: off team. More often. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, going to be, it's going to be something to watch, see how they see how they do it. And then what, you know, obviously they don't care, but for us fantasy players, you know what I mean? If, And wh- how soon do they have God, to call could you it? Imagine? And how soon do the, does this team have to announce it? I know. Like, is it going to be like injuries where you Sunday have to do it every morning, Tuesday? Uh, Sunday every morning, Tuesday? they wake
1: up and then you're like, I got my lineups. Wait a minute.
0: Yeah, like it's it's going to be crazy. Oh, he's out. You didn't take
1: him out of your roster. God <laughs> damn it. Yeah, dude. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: Yeah, dude, that'll be interesting. It's going to be fun. What do you think about the baseball playoffs with them picking their opponent? That's stupid. I love that. No. That's awesome.
0: I thought about it, and it's like, okay, maybe you will be like, well, what if we go for, let's say it's like, I don't know, the Twins. What if we decide, let's go for the Yankees right off the bat, try to fucking knock them out. Then we'll have smooth sailing the rest of the way.
1: Could you imagine, though, if
0: they but lose? But that's a big fuck. Yeah, that's, a, yeah. That like, manager's going to get
1: roasted. Yes. Or on the flip side, if he's like, you know what? The ace manager, he's like, you know, it's first round. I don't play the Yankees. Let's take on the twins, dude. They barely made it in. And the twins knock him out. They're going to be like,
0: huh, yeah. you're going to fuck on us? I can see that happening with fucking you're like, Melvin. Damn it. Fucking
1: guy. Um, I just think the drama is super interesting because baseball is notorious for like, who do you want to play? And then They're like, I don't care. We play We're every play we got to come in. We're going to play a sound game. We're going to do it. And you're like, what? Yeah. No, you want to play somebody. Everybody has a p- team where you're like, well, I'd rather play that team. Yeah. At least for, some, whether it's travel or the stadium or you have a house there, like there's, there's usually a reason why you want to play a team and they never give it to us. And now the coach has to select them. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Especially when you're the lower team. You're like, I swear to God, pick us, dude. Players are going to start coming out. Like if they have any balls, they'll pick us in the first round. And oh shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, 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 that's the, other. that's going to be, I don't know. It, they, they obviously haven't up on that, right? But yeah, that'll definitely be something to watch if they do decide to do that. Because, I mean, then, like, yeah, if they knock like a fucking team like the Twins knocks out fucking Goliath, then it's be like, oh, hell yeah, you know? Like,
1: yeah, could you imagine? Like, this-
0: everybody's gonna be like, oh, sweet. Then, but then you're gonna see like teams, <sighs> it'll be weird. Like, let's say, let's say the fucking Diamondbacks make it and they knock out a Goliath. Then they go through fucking the rest of the playoffs and how can I say it? Like, it'll, it'll be weird to see a team, uh, that's not like a good team win it. If that makes sense. Like, it'll be like, oh fuck, they got lucky. Like kind of like how you see in, in a, madness. Yeah, but you there's only a, five
1: teams in the playoffs. I know, but I'm, and I'm I just, also like the fact that they're not, they're getting rid of the one game wildcard playoff and they're making it a three game series. I like that. I
0: would be more on the side of, like, reseeding the teams. So, like, if they do all eight in each each conference or each uh, league, do all eight and then reseed them. You know what I mean? Because, I don't know, like, I just, like, the fucking Mariners, that one year they won 116 games, they were shit. They lost the first round. If they would reseed them and, and based on, like, I don't know, like, strength schedule or something, I don't, just get, if you're going to get crazy, go big. <laughs> like, just change it all up. Yeah. 'Cause let's be real, this isn't this is a fucking weird like a weird structure to have in playoffs to be able to pick your opponent instead of matching up, you know, base one first eight or one verse four or whatever. Well,
1: one would have a bye. Okay. No, no. This is no, you five, have five one. in five and four play each other to get in, and then
0: I would much rather have the wild two, cards play a three what the game fuck? series. Instead of adding teams and picking your fucking opponent, I would much rather have those two wild cards on each league play a three-game series. Right, and because dude, in one game you're gonna fucking throw the entire fucking farm. You know what? I think I fucked up on that. It's
1: they added a team in the playoffs, but this this one seed has a buy. The two and three seeds pick out of the four and five so the two seed gets the first pick you want which which do you want to play out of the four and five seed
0: oh okay
1: and then you select so you might take the four seed because the five seeds got great pitchers and you're not a good team against good pitchers that or makes a little bit more lefties sense. you know what i mean so, so i'm okay the, with the that. one seed's like yeah i want to watch this shit show <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't know. we'll see baseball season coming up i'm excited Alright,
1: that wraps us up for uh, episode 8. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, it's Rich and Tony, and we're out.
0: We out, baby.
1: <laughs> it's coming. Oh, I
0: don't have my headphones on. Imagine in your mind a posh country club The stuffy old money where the poor get stubbed. The spread is bland, sauerkraut and boiled goose There's no way these people will ever cut loose But then I walk
1: in the room, hold my boombox high And what happened next will blow your mind Everything got out of control